I'm very excited uh, to have four members of a brand new band here uh, tonight. Um, that is the Brass Queens. Do you all want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, my name's Allie, and I play alto sax. My name is Nora. I play the sousaphone. My name is Alex, and I play trumpet. My name is Kira, and I play the baritone horn. Great. Thanks, you. Thanks to all of you for being here. Oh, it's really exciting. Uh, my first question is, how did the Brass Queens get started? Sure, um, we're kind of, like you said, we're new um, to the scene here in New York and the brass world in general, but um, uh, to start, actually Alex and I met earlier than the L-Train Brass Band, um, which is actually how we all know each other. We actually met through a concert ensemble called the Metropolitan Music Community, and we both responded to the same request um, from the founder of the L-Train Brass Band, um, Ryan Hall. And we both joined in similar time to each other, and um, the band was still so new at the time. It was probably eight people, and we met, um, actually, funny story, in <laughs> Alex's current boyfriend's basement apartment. Um, they, met through the, they met through the band. Um, wasn't planning on mentioning that, but I realized how much I love that story. So, oh, thank, um, you. This is, thank you. This is a great that. addition. Um, so we quick, quickly became friends, and then we met um, through the L-Train Brass Band over the course of um, the first year we all met. And now the L-Train Brass Band's in its second year. And um, Alex and I actually just took over natural leadership roles within the L-Train Brass Band. No one really asked us to do things. We just like couldn't help but be involved. And we both realized that it was something that we liked so much that we wanted to devote all of our time to. <laughs> all of it, literally um, all of your time. <laughs> so we kind of became friends that way. Um, and that has seeped into like everything else that we do. And. Um, we were actually like getting our nails done one uh, day, <laughs> actually not too long ago, like less than two months ago. And we, one of the things no, we talk crazy. about is like bands and how we run them and, you know, the good times and the bad times and the music we like to play. And um, we we're actually just sitting there and we were kind of t like talking but somewhat in frustration about ideas that we had. And um, we kind of knew without saying it that like this would never happen in our group because we're the Eltering Brass Band is so big and it already has a trajectory of its own. And so um, I remember there was just like a moment of silence and then Alex like grabbed my arm. She was like, let's start a brass band, let's do it. <laughs> and I can like still see her like, it's, it's probably my one of my favorite things in the world is like when Alex like just well, grins, it's, so, it's the best thing. Um, but I like had a, I like waited a beat and I was like, you're, you're crazy. And then I was like, actually we have to do this. Like, and like in a moment I realized we knew all of the people we knew like all these women that played like the right instrumentation and like I knew that we could pull the arrangements together mostly because I like the L train plays a lot of Alex's great arrangements and I knew that alone would carry us so there's only two but, <laughs> but no but you have done more than I mean there's staples in the rep and so I knew yeah. that we could do it um so yeah that's kind of how we got formed Yep, we marched home with our perfectly polished toes yeah <laughs> and um started arranging right away 
Yeah, I think while we were walking to your house, we started texting people. Mm -hmm. By the time we got there, we had most people confirmed, and by the end of the day, we had three arrangements. So. Wow, that's really interesting. How did, did what what was like the inspiration though for first because you were already all in a band together, and you decided to make this new project, and what was that? What was the inspiration that's like we have to do this? It was kind of like we couldn't not do it because it, we knew it wouldn't be hard to find what we wanted like we knew we were fully capable of like writing the music arranging the music we knew the talent that was in like our community already and like these people that we already value um, as individuals and as musicians and we knew their level of like commitment so we just knew it would not be easy but like we could bring it to get together pretty quickly <clears throat> and so that kind of um propelled us forward. no real mission when we started it was like we just want to play music with our girlfriends basically um we had our first ever gig at the kite fest um two weeks ago and there were a lot of families around a lot of small children young girls i don't think i really realized our mission until that moment when yeah. those little girls were like walking up to nora and being like oh my god what is that and she's like it's a sousaphone yeah and they're like play for me yeah, <laughs> Yeah, and this one girl followed us around. We did a few sets. We did some like marching around and playing, and she was like, "I'm gonna play sousaphone," and I was like, "Yes, ma'am." Yeah, she's literally my phone background. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I'm like, <laughs> the best she's, thing was me and her is my phone background because she was just so inspiring. As and a girl. she was already wearing a crown tiara. <laughs> yeah, like, she had a headband on that was a crown, and we're like, "You're in. you're in the band. You're yes, actually yeah. in the band." <laughs> It's obvious that like the the fact that the the band is all women is like right up front. It's in the name, and why do you feel like that's not just for the audience but for the brass band community? Why is that important? I think it's just important because um, like we were we were talking about something recently of how like some of the only times we ever see women in these like in sort of like this platform of brass bands is when they're the singer 
or when they're the girlfriend. And that kind of seems to be the common theme, which we have felt some frustration with. And I think it's just because brass instruments can seem like innately masculine, something about them, maybe the fact that they're so loud, I don't know, but I think often women can feel intimidated by this kind of scene because of that. And so we just want so I think with our band, it's not just that we want to show that girls can play, it's that we want to show that like brass isn't innately masculine or feminine that girls can come in here and play these instruments that you don't see girls playing very often. Just like we said, like representation matters. It's just like coming in and showing that girls can like play with the boys, like the same, play the same songs as the boys, play, you know, like we can play Casanova the same way that all these New Orleans trad bands play. And like we can do these things and like, because we're like not just as women, but as good musicians as well. I think that's like important for us. Yeah. So it's important to like show everyone that like women can be great musicians and play these instruments that you don't see very often. So how did you decide which songs to play? At first we just wanted to play songs that were womenly. Right. Yeah. Like, like when we said like oh we have a roster like when she said let's start a band it was like people first like in the flash of our minds we both thought of the same people and then like a flood of music just right. came to our minds and like off the bat we had like five that we knew we had to do just right. like I was like man I feel like a woman all about that bass like very like sort of you might think that really like this band might play those songs but we've really found I think we've found our voice <laughs> as we've continued rehearsing and arranging new songs like we play we don't play just like songs written by women or sung by women anymore like we play mm -hmm. funk songs we play like NOLA standards mm -hmm. We don't have any originals yet, but maybe some in the pipeline. Um, <laughs> we're doing some mashups. We're having fun with it. Yeah. And yeah. I think since we are a new band, we are sort of in the discovery phase of, like, finding our voice, and that is super fun, like, mm -hmm. in the practices, that we're just, like, workshopping, like, random stuff, and, like, mm -hmm. yep. some of it ends up sounding terrible <laughs> yep. and doesn't some work. Does. But that's sort of the process of, like, finding a voice and, like, finding how we're going to sound and, like... Also, we have a band of 14 women. Like, mm -hmm. we all have radically different voices, and we all have different things that we love to listen to. Like, mm -hmm. I'm probably the only one that is super obsessed with the 80s. And <laughs> that's not true. Me too. <laughs> but that's the cool thing. Like, everyone in this band arranges. Yep. It's not just one person putting out arrangements. It's multiple people contributing. Like, every week we have new stuff that we're reading. And everyone's encouraged to arrange whatever they want. Like, that's a big mission of the band as well, is that everyone, like, this is an opportunity for all of us to arrange the songs that we love so that we can play them. Like, it's not just, like, no one is discouraged. Everyone is just like, no, please bring whatever you want, and it'll work itself out. If it's a song that we, like, all love, we'll sound better on it, and we'll keep it in the repertoire more. And if it's mm -hmm. a song that we don't really gravitate towards, it just becomes obvious that it's just like, oh, we'll keep working on that one. And if it sounds better then we'll play it more you know mm -hmm. like yeah exactly and also all of us I mean I'm new to arranging and like I am super open to criticism but I just feel that is a trend with the whole entire band because we are super individual and like each person has their certain like range and you know thing that they're comfortable and love to do on their instrument like feedback is instant and that means the changes are instant and that yep. means that our arrangements are totally for us and by us and I think mm -hmm. because we're super like just encouraging and like wanting to create and constantly create like it's going to be really strong and like it's just getting better each week mm -hmm. yeah I think Alex can speak to this too but like because we like believe in this group so much like we'll like get an idea Alex is a pure example of this but she'll get an idea 
like in a car ride and have an arrangement done the next day because yep. she can't like she has to scratch the itch she can't like let it go and she's just like i want this for us right now and they deserve it and like i want to give it to them so i'm just gonna like spend my time and just do it So you mentioned Casanova, which is an interesting <laughs> uh, choice. It's you know it's such a standard, but it really like the original lyrics are pretty sexist, right? And and I was so struck that uh, it, you decided to play it and then added new lyrics. How did that sort of happen? Well, that wasn't. We didn't cover the song with the intention of changing the lyrics. We knew we wanted to cover it because it's a great song. It's a classic. Song. I love it. I listened to it for like on a plane, like. There and back from vacation, like 14 hours. Yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah, it's a great song. So I started arranging it, and I was like, well, these lyrics, I never really realized how bad these lyrics are, but, you know, it, it'll be funny. Like, we'll do it. It'll be really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. yeah. So we, I bring it to rehearsal, and we're, like, reading it, and we start singing, and we're like... And we're like, oh, God. <laughs> we're all like, oh, this isn't funny. Yeah. This hurts. This kind of hurts. No. So we started, like, I think Stephanie, one of our trumpet players in rehearsal, started, like, rewriting the lyrics, and then we sort of collaborated on it and eventually landed on. We just realized that the original lyrics we were like, this isn't what we're about. This this isn't good. It just didn't feel good to sing it. No, yeah, you it couldn't doesn't. sing it loudly and proudly as we wanted to. But now it's become kind of a mantra for us, which um, I think we're really excited about. Yep. Yeah, I love it because it's such a nod to sort of like the like Noella thing that we all like love, but also a nod to the sort of women. to us. Yeah, yeah. To us. Like this is we've made it our own, but also like really said like. You know, we love brass music sort of as well. So have you um, experienced or, you know, been inspired by any of the other all-women brass bands that, you know, have existed, either the more professional ones or the other ones in the kind of the honk community from around the country? Um, I have to admit that no. Um, actually, <laughs> not on purpose. I, I do all the yeah, not on purpose. Like I do all the social for L train as I mentioned, and part of my strategy for that was to like find literally every brass band on the planet, and we will follow them, and we will engage with them, and we were like, if you like go on our Instagram and you click who we follow, 
Like, my goal is that you will have a list of every brass band that exists. And <laughs> my goal is, like, if I hear of one or mention one, like, I want it to be in this one contained place. And so how I found out about, like, Clamor and Lace was, like, through this strategy. And so that has been really fun. But honestly, like, you know, proportionally, there was not a lot of female brass bands. And yeah, it wasn't until we started them. this that, like, you know, people in our group kind of started looking for other inspiration and started bringing it to our attention and mm -hmm. started sharing videos and that's actually I do the kind of do the Facebook now for this but yeah. our the unlike Instagram like every platform has its own like you know way that you manage it it's not Facebook isn't quite like Instagram you know, for many ways but what I've started doing is just sharing the love for you know female bands of any kind or like anyone we find inspiring really so that has been fun for me um, as again kind of just keeping this community kind of like in one place and showing our appreciation for it but I have to admit that no like I don't know if it was just me but I wasn't aware of any of these bands before we started yeah and especially in New York City so like a lot of the ones that um, you know come to mind aren't local so we kind of are really starting something new in the area yeah. I think that's part of why we knew we were so special was because we were like there really aren't any bands like there aren't many bands like us so that's part of why I think that's part of what has like added to the energy of our group is the fact that we're like oh this mm -hmm. feels like something unique and special and like, yeah like like Ali said like there are definitely obviously there are like other women brass bands but not really many in New York and not quite any with the same kind of like spirit as us yeah. so I feel like kind of where we sit I don't know like let me know if you feel differently, but we're not quite sort of either like the female brass bands go very like gorilla girl kind of like mm -hmm. loud. Like we are like very much sort of in the feminist sort of loud. Like pussy of, grabs back. Pussy grabs yeah. back, yeah. which is like we obviously like we so love cool. them. Yeah. Super cool. Or, or they're completely on the other side of the pendulum, which is like we are women, we're sexy, like look at us like super hot playing instruments. And like that didn't feel right either for sort of like who we are personally as a band. And like we sort of fit not like quite in the middle of there, yeah. We're also like we're just know. like a normal brass band that it happens to be all women, right? Which yeah. is exactly how it was started too. It was just like we looked around, like even people that you know didn't end up joining our group. You know, we knew we wanted to like keep it not seventy people, but like we just wanted to play with our friends, and those happened to be all be like the talented women around us that we hung out with, anyways. Can we can we share some of the yeah, some of the, the alternate? Oh, yeah, choice. let me open really up the let me open up the board. I still have it on my phone. So our I'll share what our initial like sort of name I can tell you some yeah. of my favorites. Yeah. We we called ourselves Lady Train at first, which is because we all came from L Train Brass Band. So we were the ladies of L Train. Mm. But we felt train. really strongly that we should separate ourselves from that yeah. and become like our own entity. Yeah. So um, But the thing was, like actually it's a funny this to me was a funny story as like a designer, um, and I was like uh, tackling the logo. Alex had the brilliant idea to be like, it should have a crown. And I was like, of course it should have a crown. I don't know why, but like we, we've called Alex our brass queen in L-Train for a long time. And I was like, of course, it has to be a crown. But then I was trying to work OG in a train. Queen. I was trying to work in a train and a crown and it just like was not working. <laughs> and I was just like, I just couldn't visually like make this happen. I was like trying to make the jewels of a crown look like train cars on a subway. And I was like, we gotta <laughs> simplify this, which spurred this whole topic of discussion. Like we should probably like, Detach ourselves. Yeah. Um, from, derail. From yeah. Derail. Derail. Sorry. Derail. Lady Train. Derail from <laughs> anyway, Lady Train. Anyway, so some of our other names was Lady Train Brass, Brooklyn Bells, um, Brass Sirens. Some of my favorite was the the horns. The horns. W H O R N. 
<laughs> That's really funny, though. Uh, bare ass brass, Susan Brass Anthony. <laughs> One of my favorites. I actually didn't hear any of these. Oh, I've give me more brass and banshee brass. Banshee brass. Bra- banshee yeah, banshee brass, brass would have been cool. That was a close contender. Banshee but I like brass, brass queens. Yeah. I like brass queens. Yeah, it, it sits well. Mm-hmm. I think some people, I think like now we've settled into it, we really like owned it. I think before we were a little bit like some people were hesitant that maybe it was too like girly or something. Like that yeah. sort of was one of my reservations when we first It's a little in your it. face too of like, yeah, oh yeah, we're the like, best, we're the brass queens. But, but now that there's so many different definitions of like what a queen is and mm-hmm. it's both like funny and royal and you know, it has so many different levels to it that I think each one of us can find our sort of brass queenness in a way mm-hmm. that like feels very true to us. So I, I love it. I love yeah. the name. Yeah, I like it because it's feminine, but like to be a queen, you don't necessarily have to be born like a woman, like quote female. That's part of like the reason why I really liked it is because I want to be open to the possibility of trans women. Mm-hmm. And I don't want people to feel like like trans women to feel like they're not welcome because they weren't born women. So I was like, well, brass queens is no. much more if like. If you identify femme. as queen. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta identify as queen. One yeah. day. <laughs> but I think, I mean, the longest, since we are so new, we've, one of the first gigs we actually ended up getting before we even locked down, like, um, the our actual first gig, which was Kite Fest and then Ruby Lad on the same day, which was Brass Roots, which um, the L Train Brass Band did last year. Um, so we knew this was kind of on the horizon for us for a while. Um, so that has, with now, that is kind of our next goal, since we did have these other gigs come up. Um, before that so we you know we're taking a lot of notes based on our you know kind of first performances and using that to learn from and we hope to like make a big splash when that happens Mm -hmm. um, at the end of July Um, before then we're playing at Pine Box on July 4th so that's like we're kind of setting these goals for ourselves like we have you know big plans to like start some new arrangements refine the arrangements we have now and um, really focus on those and then, you know, bring those to the table on July 4th. Like, some of our goals is like playing very like women oriented events and like. Yeah, yeah, I followed all the women Instagram. So yeah, like, like literally just like being there for, or like, like we said, events that we can show young girls, like playing more events we could show young girls, like be represented as women musicians to young girls. I think that's like another kind of like goal for our like nearer futures we want to play more events like that kids can see us and like we want to play more like women oriented events yeah because and... i remember like growing up i didn't have any like female musicians i looked up to like my my main goal as a nine-year-old was <laughs> to play the biggest instrument and that was like what i was set on it wasn't because i wanted to be like someone because there was I mean, how many, like, baritone horn players do you know, just, like, in general, so. <laughs> you know, I think it's just, like, cool to have, like, girls being like, yeah, like, I, you know, when they have the choice, like, on the first day of band to pick an instrument, to maybe be a bit more bold and a bit more, mm-hmm. like, excited mm-hmm. to do something completely new and not what all their friends are doing. Because yeah. still... I chose the tuba, like, right away. Yeah. I was, of yeah, like, guilty did. of I did. picking the flute because I thought that's flute? what I should do. Yeah, that's exactly, that's yeah. what, and I, like, literally, me as a kid, I was, like, the same as I am now just like it wasn't even like I come from a family of tuba players so of course like she's, literally, a, she's a tuba princess literally mm-hmm. third generation tuba like grandpa Amazing. professional tuba player my dad's still in town my dad's still a, a professional jazz tubist in town and so like when it came for me to choose an instrument though I wasn't even looking to them I was more so like that'd be funny I like that it was a joke <laughs> a little I was like I was like that's the funniest joke is if like a girl were to play tuba and then like 
here I am. Wait, do you know how it was for Joke's me? on me. <laughs> so my father was like a punk musician for the longest time. And so my brother ended up playing like punk guitar and then come from a family of like punk guitarists. And then I was like, I want to play, you know, the classical sort of instrument. Like I want to go into concert band as like a joke to like yep. rebel from yep. punk. Yeah, rebelling going to concert band. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did you all start playing as, as kids? I did. What was that process like? I mean, we've heard from a couple of you about how you chose your instrument, but... My my grandfather played trumpet, and so it sort of was natural to me. It was the only brass instrument or instrument, really, at all that I was familiar with, so it felt natural for me to go into it. Mm -hmm. And did you f feel any pressure at the beginning? Like, w was there a band director who was trying to, like, steer the boys and the girls into the different instruments? Actually... Uh, I won't, I want to, I know I've heard stories, like, we have a friend here in the city who started on clarinet because basically she was told to play wood, like, woodwinds were for women and, or girls, and, um, brass instruments for, were for the guys, and yep. I actually just met her, um, band director this past weekend, and she was, like, almost in tears based on, like, talking about how much she changed her life. When she got to middle school, he was like, you know, what do you really want to play? And she was like, trumpet. And he's like, let's find you a trumpet. Let's just say Aww. she's a badass trumpet player and trombone player yeah. today. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So she's I like didn't both know in that. our group. Yes. Aww. She's um, in our band. She's in our band. Spoiler, her name is Minerva. Minerva! Minerva! <laughs> <laughs> Ranger. Yes. I didn't know that about her. That's but so I funny. Wanna, like, but also on the same time, like, as unfortunate as to hear about her elementary school teacher, I had a band director um, growing up. And I started in third grade, and, like, I picked the flute because, like, that's kind of what I, like, saw my friends doing, so yeah. I did that. Um, but I was actually born deaf, and I had a lot of trouble hearing the flute, and there was something about the embouchure and, like, not really, like, the timbre of it didn't, like, sit, like, I was trying so hard, and I didn't, I didn't even know myself what was wrong, but my band director just kind of, like, took it away from me one day and handed me a saxophone. Let's talk a little bit more about Brass Roots. So uh, it's a festival. It's only in its first, this will be second its second year. year. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they're expanding it to be more than one day, and they're having a community day, and that's mm -hmm. the one you're playing? That's mm -hmm. the one that we're playing, yeah. It should which, be, which, I mean, I feel like it's part of our mission, too, because, mm -hmm. like, one of the things that they're going to be having, like, they're going to have a bunch of kids there. It's going to be kind of like an opportunity to, like, teach kids about the instruments and such, which is, like, a large part of our mission as well. So we think it's going to be really great. And we had so much fun last year. Last year we played with L Train. And it was, like, legendary. Like, we still all talk about brassers. I got too drunk. Like, <laughs> I'll say that off the bat. I will say so that on the air. I got too drunk. So we're going to go inspire children. <laughs> yeah, so this year we're turning it around. Like, we're, we're well, doing I mean, it wholesome. it's on the second day. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, first day. So Nora will be hungover. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be like, ugh. But, you know, I can still inspire kids in that state. <laughs> right? Like, you know? So, yeah. So it's it's going to be really fun. And I'm I'm especially excited about the the new opportunity to like the sort of learning aspect of it on the second day so great and so if there's new york city listeners and they want to catch you all the next time is july 4th at the pine box mm -hmm. yep what, yeah. is, what is that what's the what's going on with that show it's a brass bash so i think once a month they put on a brass show all brass all the time all night yeah on it's on a thursday it's the first thursday of the month yeah so um, we're gonna be ali's an excellent booker and she booked uh the dramatic 
Mm -hmm. to play with us and also TM Street Band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're opening for some wonderful, wonderful dudes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And so if people want to follow you all, where where they can where where can they do that? Well, we're on Instagram, Brass Queens NYC. And then we're also on Facebook if you search Brass Queens. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter now as well. Twitter, yes. All, all Brass media. Queens NYC. Yeah, Brass that Queens NYC to all of them. Because we're smart. Yes, not Oh, yeah. And then Brass Queens on Facebook is... And, uh, inst- oh, brass, hashtag Brass Queens on Instagram is um, Women on the Pole. Oh yeah, it's about like strippers, a di- different kind of brass. Also, also, also queens, also queens, also queens. Ladies kick brass. Ladies kick brass. Oh, are we? Yeah, well, ladies kick. We're gonna brass. dominate that. Just we'll just make it. Don't start. worry, it's we'll find now. you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we'll find you. All right. The media empire. It is starting. And so, is there anything that we haven't talked about yet that you really need to get out to the world? Well, first, how cute this cat is that's on <laughs> Phil's lap. That's the first thing. Just, I know you can't see it, but it, oh my gosh, look at her. She She's is working it. Precious. Mm-hmm. Truly a queen. Does he play an instrument? Yeah, come on. <laughs> he plays the heart string. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's like, what? What? After a while, she gets her purring like, onto mm. a show because she's like, right next to the mic. Oh, I love it. I love it. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think we've said our piece yeah and i think like you're gonna see a lot more from us Don't yeah worry. i think not, this, this is not the last year i think us, yeah but. i think that the energy is there and we're we're this is we're only going up that's what i think yeah. um, we're new how month month and a half uh like two, two only about two months about two months a little more than two yeah, we started two. the day after women like international women's day i remember like thinking as a social media person when I when we came up with this I was like how did we miss this by one day like damn it <laughs> but, um, and, but it's a good way to remember it if yep. you want to see some quality content go to our Instagram first ever post mm-hmm. ah. oh, yes. and also please check out the Instagram story highlight of meme queens <laughs> meme queens is truly that's my baby did you see the Teletubbies <laughs> No. Oh, okay. okay. Well, we'll offline. We'll Later. offline about that. Great. <laughs> right, well, we want to thank uh, all four of you for coming. Thank uh, you. And uh, we have some recording, so we're gonna let the brass queens play us out. Took that Sorry, on. I can't do that. Well, yeah, well, she can't do that, but I can. I can book. <laughs> I can listen. listen, I can Siri, book us. Siri, Siri, yeah. book us gigs. <laughs> like, please. Um.